time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone with a little bit of live music. This is Just a Closer Walk with Thee. It is performed by a group that I'm a part of for change. Sit back and enjoy. Jesus is my plea. Just a close 
closer walk with thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Just a closer walk with thee. Granite Jesus is my plea. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I do hope that you enjoyed just a closer walk with thee and it put you in a great mood. Well, our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the information about Love Ministries. Just go to their website, loveministries.com builds.org. Well, everyone, in January, we have really kicked off a series, and we've been looking at all kinds of different topics about things, you know, in January, you want to start off on, on a great note to make sure that your 2020 goes smoothly and beautifully. So today, I have invited Dave Wilson. He is a friend of mine. He's been working in churches for, we just calculated, Dave, for about 25 years. Unbelievable. I know. (laughs) And you know what? And it's the same for me. I don't want to say how many years for me because I'm... (laughs) I'm still trying to push 25 or something like that, 25 years of life. So I don't want to say I've been working in churches for 25 years. But Dave Wilson has worked in so many areas of church. He's also been a part of the Kentucky Men's Chorus. He writes worship music for several churches. Currently, he is at First United Methodist Church of Capel. He is the music director for the Elevate Modern Worship Service. So first of all, Dave, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Very excited. And, uh, you know, I love you and we're friends. So yes, just yes. very glad to be here with you today. Yes. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate that. And I love you, too, and your family. And uh, so happy new year to you guys. And uh, I pray the best, absolutely God's best for, for you and your family for 2020. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Dave, I looked up some, you know, some statistics really regarding church. And I wanted us to kind of have an open dialogue, kind of to help people in the new year that are thinking, you know, some people went to church for Christmas and, you know, hopefully they enjoyed it and loved it and they're thinking, how could I jump back into it? Or some people didn't go back to church uh, for Christmas and they're missing something. And it's a new year and it is a great time to start and, and to just jump back in there. So I wanted to give some people just some thoughts and maybe best practices and some things that the Lord has taught us through our ministry over the years, working with people and serving in churches to give people just some 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 tips on how to how to jump back in. But I looked up some statistics and the statistics kind of I don't know, they they surprised me that 
out of Americans, 40% of Americans consider themselves religious, but only 20% attend church regularly. And um, I don't know. That kind of surprised me. I don't know if that surprises you. Yeah, I thought it was more than 20%. You thought it was more than 20%. Yes. yes. I, I, I would think so. But it's encouraging that 40% of Americans say, yes, I I am religious. I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, when I was looking up those statistics, one of the top reasons that people don't attend church regularly is some kind of hurt or wound that they experienced when they were a child. And so I wanted to say, you know, kind of shine a light on maybe some things that people have gone through, misunderstandings that um, that have happened in church. And to say that, first of all, we've had hurts and pains that have happened, you know, in church and through our years because church is filled with people just people (laughs) absolutely and every single person has broken places yes 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 so I kind of wanted to kind of shine a light on that and just have an open dialogue about hurts and about pain and about misunderstandings that have happened in church you know um a lot of times going and and I grew up in a family when we were in church almost every day of the week. Me too. Yeah. So and and we were always involved in music ministry in Sunday school in weekday Bible study. Oh yeah, I remember being in church minimum 3-4 days a week. Absolutely. You know, for for uh different mission trainings and uh, worship of course but then they had kids programs and and back then uh, everything else took a back seat to whatever the priorities were which were always church Church? related yes yes I know we've kind of changed a little bit a little bit (laughs) (laughs) we've got to change a little bit but back then that was kind of how that you're exactly right that's that's how it was if you had something to do at church then that came first and then other activities were second absolutely yeah you know I would have to tell my coach I can't come to that practice because I've got church yes Yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah. So inevitably, you can't get around it. Both of us have experienced some things that weren't great at church that hurt our feelings that maybe we may have even been tempted to to leave and to go um, go elsewhere. But we we've stayed. So so kind of let's talk about that, Dave. Um what are some what are some of the things that maybe have tempted us to make a different decision and why have we stayed so committed to the church over the years? Well, I think anybody who's in professional ministry, whether it's worship leading or any other role, uh, would agree that at some point down the road they've experienced um circumstances where they thought man you know i think i should should scoot here Mm -hmm. or go there or move Mm -hmm. out or whatever Mm -hmm. um but uh i think at least in my own experience 
um, always the reason that um, I have not uh, necessarily given in to that as a temptation is that God has consistently told me no. Mm-hmm. I want you here. I have you here for a reason. Um, and I think that seeking out the wisdom and the guidance of the Holy Spirit is always uh, the thing that we've got to do mm-hmm. before we make any decision, especially uh, something as, uh, you know, big and life-changing potentially as something like that would be. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like that. The taking time to pause and to reflect and to sit quietly with the Lord and say, Lord, what would you have me to do? Absolutely. Um, I remember there were times when, and like I said, and like you said, we were heavily involved in the church. So, Inevitably, when you're planning services, when you're planning, you know, church anniversaries or, you know, the Women's Day Mission Sunday, when a couple of people are getting together to plan an event, everybody has a different idea on how that event should go. And there really? were, yeah, I didn't you know, know. <laughs> <laughs> we experience that now today a little bit because we're still planning. <laughs> still planning events. It may look a little different. Uh, we're still planning events, but everybody has their um, their input and their thing that they would really love to do and the thing that they would really like to get behind. And, and all of the ideas may be really good, but the, the bottom line is there's one program and we really need to find a way to put all of our ideas together so that we have a cohesive plan. And I remember, you know, there were times when things would get, um, would get a little agitated, you know, Mm -hmm. during, during that planning. And, you know, there are times when you, like you said, you have to sit down and say, Lord, where would you want me? Absolutely. You know, where, what, what do you, what is the calling that you have on my life? What would you want for me to do? And you have to have the you have to find the resolve to be where God wants you to be. Yes. And you know what's amazing about that? Uh, I don't think it should be lost on us that there's a promise in the Bible. If you ask God for wisdom, he, he will, will give it he, to he you. Will give it. Yes. So why wouldn't we ask? Yes. Yeah. That's really good, Dave. That's really good. I think a lot of us are thinking, how will I know when God is speaking to me? But we forget that promise. He promises when you ask him, he will answer you. Yeah. I mean, okay, God. Yes. I'm going to ask. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so that's that's good. So we want everyone that's listening to know that we have all been through hurts. We have all been through pain. We have all lived through misunderstandings. We have all lived through disappointments um, from from working in the church, but we stay steadfast to what the Lord has, has said to us, and we continue to go. So I want to encourage everyone who's who's 
just feeling like I've dropped out and I have a good reason for dropping out. <laughs> okay, you probably do have a good reason. There are a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we want to validate your reason. You you do have a good reason, but we still want to encourage you because you are missing out on the fellowship that mm-hmm. that both of us have found in church. And one thing I know that Dave and I, that we found together, that when we get together and talk about the things that are going on in our life, we find encouragement mm-hmm. from from one another. Because you're not alone. You are not alone. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we think that the pain that we're going through, we're the only person that's going through that pain. Until we talk to someone else. Right. And when you don't have that Christian community, it becomes so much easier to just isolate. And then you can start to believe things that aren't really true. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So we, we encourage everyone just to get back out there. Try church again. Try um, just try the fellowship again, because we we truly do need it. And it has made our lives. I mean, it's it's enriched our lives when we reach out to our fellow worship leader friends mm-hmm. and say, listen, this is what's going on in my life. And and we find people that we can be open and honest with. And we don't find judgment. We don't give judgment to each other because there are true things that we struggle with and and, you know, true hurts and pains that we have. But we stay steadfast um, to our calling, like Dave said. And we just we 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 find the encouragement that we need through scripture and through meeting with other people. And also, I think it's important for us to um, realize and uh, lean into the reality that God wants to use us, not just uh, that that we can go to church because it does something positive in our lives, but also we can be a positive blessing to someone else's life. And God doesn't make mistakes. His will is perfect. And so if he's got you somewhere, he has a purpose for that. Mm -hmm. And that alone, knowing that God cares so much about you and wants you to be a part of his love and grace yes. to the world and to other believers, um, that's awesome. Yes, yes. You know, and so I would just uh, offer that up that uh, there's more blessing available in being a part of Christian community than we could even really imagine uh, because God does more than our little brains can yes. can fathom. Yes, yes. So go until you discover that that purpose. You know, yes. why does God specifically have me here? And he loves you yes. so much yes. that he wants these wonderful things for, for you. Mm-hmm. Uh and he wants these wonderful things to spill over mm-hmm. for others. Yes, yes. And uh, it's just, it's bigger than we are. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to come and be a part. Right. He, we, he's invited us. Right, right. Uh, to, to, 
to be workers with him and for him. And by the way, he's with us and for us. All the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, that's good, Dave. Thanks for sharing that. And 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 I think church now has it offers so many different things, avenues, um, different ways for us to get involved in different areas that we can serve in. And really, one of the other questions I had written down is for us to suggest on ramps for people, because I believe there are easy ways. The church provides easy ways for you to come in and find your purpose and to get plugged in and to feel like this is my home. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I always say from the stage. We want you to feel like this is home. We want you to be comfortable here because this is your home. Like this is all of our, this is where we are. This is where we're planted. This is where the Lord has sent us. And, and when we got to get to the place where we feel comfortable and we feel loved by the Lord, Mm -hmm. we feel loved by the people around us and we are showing love. And there are so many things, you know, that the church offers that you can do number one, to get to know other people that are there to be in community with other people so that other people know you know your name know you know what's going on in your life and they miss you when you aren't when you aren't there yes and so there there are different ways sometimes churches have a welcome desk you know right outside where you can go and talk to someone if that's too forward, a lot of times people with churches have all of the information on their website. You can go look through the website, get all of the information about what's going on so that you feel like you are informed when you go to the welcome desk just to ask some questions and and to get, you know, get involved. And most churches have actually have an event for new people in mm-hmm. which they talk about the church and and about every everything that's going on um, in the church and when you can sit there and listen to the leaders and meet the leaders of the church and say okay I really think you know I don't know parking attendant is (laughs) (laughs) or uh coffee brewer yes right (laughs) if you want something light absolutely (laughs) hey there are people who love brewing coffee. Yes, there yes, are. Yes. And, and there's and a place for them to serve. There's a place serve. for that. And I go and get, I don't get coffee, but I get tea Sunday. And the people in the coffee shop are always smiles, greeting, happy. They're having the best time. And Well, and they've, because they're experiencing community. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So it doesn't have to be, if you're thinking you're going to walk in and they're going to tell you, oh, you have to teach a Sunday school class. You know, it's not like that. <laughs> I'm glad that they're not going to tell me that. Right, right. It's not like that. There there are, are on-ramps for you to to get get in and, and get involved. So I know it's about time for us to take a break, Dave. When we come back, I want to talk about guilt. That's one of the things that I saw in the statistics. 
people are guilty that they have they feel guilty that they haven't been there and they think that every single person knows I haven't been to church in five years mm. so I'm not gonna come because I don't I don't want people I don't want to stick out so I want to address that when 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 we get back so let's take a break and we will be right back. Heart Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We are having a great conversation with Dave Wilson. Dave has been working in and around churches for, we estimate, 25 years, probably more. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and the same for me. And so Dave is currently with Elevate Modern Worship Service at First United Methodist Church of Capel. And so, Dave, when we went for the break, we said we're going to come back in and we're going to talk about guilt. Mm-hmm. This is probably the second thing that most Americans are worried about but after we get through hurts and pains and and misunderstandings there's a lot of guilt that people have about you know I have not been in church for a year I haven't been in church in five years I haven't been in church in 15 years every single person is going to know I'm for sure I'm going to stick out Everybody's going to be looking at me. I, I know I'm not going to know what to do. What am I going to do with my hands? What am I going to do with my face? You know, all these things. When do I stand <laughs> up? When do I sit? Everybody's going to know. So, Dave, what kind of message would you give to someone who is thinking, I'm overridden with guilt. I just shouldn't go. Sit on the back row. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think a great example that uh, that Christ gave us himself, uh, uh, many of us are familiar with the story of the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. This guy completely uh, left uh, his community, his, yes. his own family in yes. this particular story. Um, and he uh, was gone for what I'm guessing was a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, in the text, it looks to me like he felt pretty guilty about that. Right. Uh, but he took the step and he came back. Mm-hmm. And when he did, he was greatly surprised at the reception that he received. Absolutely. And um, I don't think Jesus tells us that parable Um Unless he wants us to understand that we will never be unredeemable. Right. We will never be uh, not welcomed into his arms. No matter if we have 
um, turned away for five days or five years, Mm -hmm. when we turn toward God, he is always waiting and ready to receive us. Mm -hmm. And I believe that uh, that is just a fundamental truth. It's who God is. Right unconditional love and acceptance. So if you're feeling guilt, there's nothing wrong with the fact that you're experiencing those emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all uh, wrestle with uh, different feelings about ourselves. It's just obvious in the scriptures that God is not looking at us the way we often look at ourselves. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. God thinks about us in with such love and affection. And a lot of times we don't know that. And then secondly, sometimes we just forget that. Mm-hmm. We forget that, that he is not um, thinking, how can I punish, you know, all of the people, <laughs> all the people who are wrong. We're all doing something that's not No, in fact, I best. think we punish ourselves. ourselves. Right? Yes, yes. And he's like... Stop. Stop doing that. Just come and be. Yes. And I will hold you. Yes. Yes. And I will fulfill you and I will give you joy, which is better than happiness. There you go. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, and now that I said that, I have to I have to say my mantra. Mm -hmm. Joy is not a feeling. Joy is a fact. Yes. God is with you. He wants what's best for you, and he loves you. Nothing can take that away, not even death. Right, right. Take that to the bank. There you go. There you go. And and we've experienced that, mm-hmm. that we have gone through very tough times, even in our own families, experiencing loss and, and experiencing some tragedy, mm-hmm. and still had the opportunity to have joy. I remember the day when um, we had the homegoing services for my mother-in-law. And I thought we, you know, I put on some worship music as we were getting ready Mm -hmm. because I knew that my mother-in-law had a relationship with the Lord. I know she's with in heaven with the Lord. And I know that she would want us to celebrate her life. And I know for sure that she wants us to experience this day with joy instead Mm -hmm. of something else. And of course we miss her and think about her all the time. And when you said that, that made me think about Mm -hmm. that day, you know, we miss her very much deeply. Um, But we have joy. We, when we think of her, we smile. Mm -hmm. There is a joy and, that won't leave us because her life enriched us and because the Lord has given us promises Mm -hmm. that even in death, you know, I am with you, that you can walk through the valley in the shadow of death, but the Lord is with you and leading you through. That's the reason we experience joy, even in pain and even in horrible situations. Because the, there are situations and circumstances in this life. And I think this is important for anybody that's feeling that guilt you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. You can be in a situation where happiness is impossible. Mm -hmm. 
That's that's a real thing. Right. Because happiness is completely dependent on circumstances. Mm-hmm. But you cannot be in a situation where joy is unavailable. Right. Because joy is completely independent of circumstances. There you go. And that's why I always say joy is better than happiness. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It it definitely is. And you know, Dave, I wanna give everyone a real a real time story that goes along with the scripture that you shared about the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. There was one Sunday when a couple came back, uh, a man and and wife came back to church. And literally I was, you know, at the microphone on the stage and I saw them come in and I was so, I hadn't seen them in years like a couple of years Hmm. and I wanted to get a chance to talk to them after service but I didn't I got caught doing something else so I sent them an email and told them how excited I was to see them and hopefully next Sunday we'll get a chance to talk in person they answered me back and said oh shoot you could see us we thought we could (laughs) slip in We thought we could slip in. We know we hadn't been there in a while. And I answered them back via email and said, why would you slip in? You know, I'm excited to see you. Don't try to slip in. Make sure you come, you know, and and, and talk to Absolutely. me. You know, because I, I was genuinely excited to see them. I was like, great, they're back. You know, I want to get a chance to talk to them. So, you know, that that's how people are going to feel about you coming back. They're, yes. they're going to be excited to to see you and they'll want to talk to you and they want to, you know, catch back up and get right back into relationship. Absolutely. And it's funny because, you know, both of us uh, having been in professional ministry for mm-hmm. a number of years, I, I'm guessing you've had this experience. Sometimes I'll be out in public and mm-hmm. I'll run into somebody mm-hmm. who hasn't been to church you know, six months. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll be like, Hey, how are you doing? They're like, we're so sorry. We haven't been to church. I'm like, I'm not keeping a tab over here. You know, Oh, they missed again. You know, I'm going to make sure I tell them about it. And, uh, it's just funny that, you know, there's this belief, I guess, that mm-hmm. we're keeping track of mm-hmm. that. Right. And, and we are no, not. No, we're just excited yes. to see you. Yes. Whether it's I run into you in a restaurant or I see you on Sunday morning. Right. I love you right. and I'm excited to see you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's that's really good. So let me let me kind of change subjects a little bit. Let's talk about music. Cause some people are thinking, okay. I don't know what to do during the music, so I'm going to hang back during the music, and then I'm going to, you know, jump in to church, you know, during the sermon. What should people do during the music, Dave, and are you judging people during the the worship time? Uh, no way, <laughs> first of all. Because <laughs> people think that. Uh, <laughs> They're judging me. They know I don't know how to sing it. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, and, you know, I think we can recognize that a lot of people uh, may feel uncomfortable or, mm-hmm. or have that, you mm-hmm. know, I wonder how I'm supposed to mm-hmm. act or mm-hmm. whatever. But the reality is, and I even say this from the platform sometimes, um, 
before we head into a time of worship, I will kind of have the band quiet down and I'll say, uh, hey, we're here. There are no rules. Mm -hmm. If uh, bowing in reverence and and being quiet Mm -hmm. is what draws you closer to God in this Mm -hmm. moment, then do that. Mm -hmm. If raising your hands and shouting at the top of your lungs, then do that. Dancing in the aisles, literally. Mm -hmm. And we've actually, a couple of weeks ago, we had a kid that took took me up on that. And he was dancing in the aisles. And you know what? That's beautiful. I love it. Yes. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Worship isn't supposed to look any certain way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody is going to be like King David dancing through the streets. Yes. Um, some people are just, they're just going to come and they're going to listen to God. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, by the way. Listening to God is a really wonderful thing. And even I'm a worship leader. When I'm in a congregation, many times, maybe it's in part because I'm generally singing and, and, and doing all of that. But when I'm in the congregation, a lot of times I will put my head down and bow while worship music is happening. Yes. Um, because I'm I'm really not interested in what other people around me or what people on the platform are looking at or thinking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to spend some time with the, Lord. With the creator yes. of the universe. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, and I don't know, yeah. I, I'd be interested to hear uh, kind of what, if you're in the congregation, do you experience it differently? You know what? I take my journal and and my pens with me and I have a bag of pens different colors Mm -hmm. so when I have the opportunity to sit down and and to be in church yes I I I do start singing Mm -hmm. but I want to end with sitting and journaling and I want to listen to the Lord I want to take this time Lord what what do you want He's got a word for you. He's got a word specifically for me for today. For every one of us. Yes. And I'm telling you, listen. Yes. Listen. Yes. Yes. So that's good, Dave. There is no formula. Everybody wants Mm -mm. to know what the formula is. And a lot of people think that we are looking for the exact formula. We want, we worship leaders, what we want is freedom. Mm-hmm. Because we know that across the room is going to look whatever way that is fitting for you. And we want you to feel at home and comfortable enough to worship in the way that's fitting mm-hmm. for you. And I'll say for any young worship leaders who are out there listening to this broadcast, mm-hmm. um, when I was in my early 20s, I didn't necessarily... Um, I think sometimes I assume that the congregation knew there were no rules. Right. So I'm just going to tell you, if you're out there listening and you're uh, leading a congregation in worship, tell them that there are no rules. Mm -hmm. Give them permission to simply come before their God and worship. Uh, Since I started just kind of addressing it that mm-hmm. way. And it only takes a few seconds to right. say something. Right. Um, I will say that I've noticed people sort of 
breathing a little uh a little more lightly yes you know yes. and and they're it kind of removes some of that what am i supposed to do right feeling right uh, so right. i would just say to any worship leader out there tell them no rules yes yeah that's good i did that very thing we went to and we were guests at another church and the lord just it was kind of in my mind, and it was impressed upon me. That's what I will say. It was kind of mm-hmm. pressing to say that. And I could see people smile <laughs> like, okay, thank you. I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, you're from a, another church, so I didn't know what you expected. <laughs> um, thank you for giving me permission to do, you know. And there was such joy and freedom and happiness in in the worship set and and people really responded to that and so we you're you're right we have to as worship leaders we have to remember to invite people into Mm -hmm. that space into freedom and however it looks so important yeah and so and and all of our listeners who are thinking that they want to jump back into church do it with that in mind that you are good enough how you worship that's good enough and the lord Mm -hmm. is pleased and the lord is so excited that you've decided to make some room in your schedule to come to church and to spend time with him. Mm -hmm. And however that looks, do it. Yep. Do it. So, Dave, I want to ask you this, the sermon, because that's that's the other thing. Some people are, you know, they may hang back at a church because of worship. Some people are thinking, what am I supposed to do during the sermon? How's, you know, how am I supposed to use the sermon? And what I would like for the two of us to do is to just to share when we hear a sermon, what do we do? What do we do with the information next? What do we do next? Um, well, I think for me, um, I try to on the, the morning of worship when I'm hearing that message, um, I'm actively uh, seeking whatever it is God is trying to say to me. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes that just hits me with uh, a very specific action item that I know when I walk out the door I've got to do this this mm-hmm. week in response to the word that God gave me through that sermon. Mm-hmm. Other times, um, if, I, if I'm not experiencing that kind of clarity, mm-hmm. I just pray about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I, sometimes I'll take the scripture that was used and I'll go back uh, just by myself, and I'll read it again, mm-hmm. and I'll say, "God, what are you trying to show me in this particular scripture at this particular time?" And that's the beauty of God's word because uh, it's even from the same passage, He can tell you different things depending on when it is that you're looking at that passage. Right, right. Um, you know, I think we've all experienced, you know. I love this passage and you go back and read it and you're like, wow, I never caught that before because it's a living, breathing part of God. It's God's word. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
I think just ruminating on what I've heard. Some churches, in fact, our church does this, uh, offer a community study or a small group resource that parallels with their messages or mm-hmm. with their sermon series. Mm-hmm. And if your church offers that, man, take advantage. Right. Um, I actually lead a small group um, uh, on a weekday morning of uh, uh, other men, and we have breakfast together. But every week in that small group time, we actually do utilize a community study mm-hmm. that runs alongside whatever sermon we've just heard. Okay. And so, and we meet on Wednesday mornings. Yes. So, you know, three days after we've heard the sermon and had time to let it uh, sort of uh, ruminate, then we come together for breakfast and we all talk about how has the sermon been sitting with mm-hmm. you? What has it prompted? Uh, and and really, what is God doing in you through that that mm-hmm, message? Mm-hmm. That's good, because that brings out one of the main things that I think the Lord really wants for us is community. When you take a sermon in and you take note of the you know, the points that are being made mm-hmm. in the scripture and you get together with someone else. Yes. Even if you're not in a small group. Right. Talk to right. your spouse on the way home after church. I bet everybody's done that at least once. Yes. Yes. Uh, but maybe you're a young single person who doesn't have a spouse. Well, you know somebody else that was there at the service. Mm-hmm. So there's an opportunity yes. to reach out and create community yes. that maybe doesn't exist. Yes, yes. But go find somebody and say, hey, what would you think about this message today? Right. Let's grab lunch or whatever. Right. right. So, and we do that on the way home in the car. Mm-hmm. And we ask the kids first, what did they hear in the sermon? You know, is there anything that they heard that they can apply to their life? Did they learn something new? Did the Lord, you know, spark some kind of interest in their brains? Mm -hmm. And we give them time to talk and that's teaching them what to do in the work, you know, in worship. Well, and you're, and you're building uh, some very positive habits into their life life style where that's just going to come automatic. Right. uh, Right. And that is so valuable. Right. 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 So, yes, yeah, so we, we do that on the way home. And we as well um, were in a small group and at, at our church, they did provide like a guide that you could go through and talk through the questions and with, you know, community with other. We were with couples with with other couples. And so there are so many ways that you can use what goes on in church in your life and church really is applicable in so many ways oh, yeah. in your life. Number one for me, number one, my number one thing that I have in church is family. I think my just, I don't know my makeup. I want to make pockets of family everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere I go so that I am missed 
you know, when I'm when I'm not there, if somebody's praying for me and and, and they might even me, say, hey, we missed you. We missed you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So that that. Yes. So, Dave, um, I know our time is up. I really want to thank you for being here and thank you for spending part of your new year with us. And thank you for your insight. And hopefully you'll you enjoyed yourself and you'll come back. Absolutely. Again. <laughs> thank you so much. This has been a blessing today. Wonderful. Well, everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org. Also go to my website, Carla Nivens. Carla is spelled with a K, K-A-R-L-A-N-I-V-E-N-S dot com for all of the information about everything that I'm involved in. We want you to have a great week. We will see you back here next week. Thank you.